Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. And we're back. Welcome back to the Life Wide Open podcast, guys. We're back. We're rolling. We're getting back into the swing of it. Every week. So if you haven't yet subscribed, we're trying to get 200,000 subscribers. We're at 130 right now. And we just started the podcast uh, a little over a year ago to this day. And Happy birthday. yesterday, uh, I just remember CJ kind of chiming out in the shop. He goes, six years ago, this was yesterday, but six years ago, basically today, we made our channel. Yep. Didn't no have way. any videos so, on it so yet. Wait, the podcast sorry. and the main channel both the have the same birthday? The podcast wasn't on the same birthday, but, but it was very around close. Very, very close. close. I mean, basically. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. So six, six years, years ago, how much has changed since then? I, it was funny because I, I got that notification on my when I went to upload the video, and I was literally walking down the stairs, and I was like, I got that, and I was like, wow, that's crazy. And I look up, and I'm, like, walking past your Lambo. I'm, like, looking around the shop. The I'm shop. like, man, dude, how much has changed? I'll you know? quite literally. I, go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say, and I had literally the worst day yesterday. I was editing, and I was having the hardest time editing. And I was just literally like, what you, the fuck? Honestly, it would have been it was a miserable. good time to quit. It was Six miserable. Years, I know. No, I was kidding. thinking, I was like. I thought about it for a second. I'm like, maybe I'm fucking losing it. And I was like, nah, no. And I mean, the video came out and it's, it's awesome. Everyone loves it, but. Yeah, dude. I, I had one of those days, what, three videos ago for the helicopter drop video. The worst day ever. And it's just like all, that, everything that just was, hits you yeah. at once. And you're just like, what the fuck? You just can't get into the flow of anything. You got a deadline at seven o'clock. If you miss it, people are mad around here. The fans are mad. Well, the problem is it's there's also like so a lot stressful. of variables, but yeah, it is crazy though. So anyways, it was inspiring though to me because I went home and I was like, man, six years ago today, I never go back in my camera roll because I don't really take pictures, but I just don't like going and reliving just, you know, the past. I'm not really about that. But I was like, I'm going to go back and look because I remember I wasn't sure if I had taken like screenshots of stuff of the channel when it was just bare bones. Yep. And I did, but I didn't know what I was really doing. So I took some screen grabs. We can put them up on the screen, uh, but I'll show you guys right here. I took a screen grab of when we posted our second video. So the giant slip and slide, 15 hours ago, it had 116 views. And then Life of a Seaboy, our very first video, was posted two weeks ago at that point, and it had 853. Wow. I literally distinctly remember for the slip and slide video of you I think at the time you took out your phone. Maybe you didn't have your camera with yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't, didn't have a camera. Quite I was just camera using yet. the iPhone. You took your phone out, and I remember, like, we got all of us had the same reaction anyone has when you film them when you're, like, not ready for it. <laughs> and, and you were you were just like, what are you doing? This is, you were like, I'm vlogging. This is what we're doing now. So just, just get used to me filming you. It was an iPhone 6, yeah. and it was all cracked, and the battery was running out. <laughs> so I, was, I had a portable battery plugged in, and I just had it in my pocket. 
and I was just filming everything. Then I ran out of space. So then like middle of it, I'm deleting shit off my phone, <laughs> trying to make more space so I can keep filming. Yeah. I remember that like quite literally like it was <laughs> yesterday. Uh, I have a screenshot or not a screenshot, a picture of the computer at Quartz Plus where I, I used like, to work. Where you were working. Where we had our, we hit a thousand subscribers and I was working at Quartz Plus and I took a picture. What was the date of that? The date when we hit our first 1,000 subscribers was October 18th. Oh, wow. So 2016. Like three months later. Yeah. So at the time, the shifter cart on the highway video was, we had posted three videos after that, but that video had 38,000 views. We thought it was viral. And we were thinking this is viral, 38,000 views, which is really nothing. For three, only having three videos on the channel, it was, and it was to us. Um, I also like, I've got to say for anyone listening that we, we say what up to, if they say I've been watching since the shifter cart video or somehow before that, the slip and slider, but whatever the shifter cart video, you are an OG. You are. There's a lot. That's where, that's where I start to get skeptical. Cause it's like, everybody's like, Oh, I've been watching since the first video, the shifter cart one. I'm like, Hmm, man. It, it can't be that many. I'm sure, met guys. a lot of you <laughs> yeah. guys, yeah. but I'm sure but, a lot of them are honestly. But if you OGs, think, yeah, like them, thirty-eight, doubt, let's but. say, uh, let's say fifty thousand views before the end of the year, maybe even more. So if if like twenty thousand of those were were like midwestern, maybe because that's where YouTube was pushing yeah. it. I just love when when they say that that was their first video, or just I love when people do remember their first yeah. video they watch. Get a load of this. So October eighteenth, twenty sixteen, we hit a thousand subscribers, and then November eighth, twenty sixteen, we hit ten thousand. Wow! So we wow. we were blowing up rather quickly just because uh, that video. I mean, I don't want to say blowing up, but we were. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're gaining mm-hmm. in size quickly at that time. And at that point, we were posting quite a bit. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we had posted three videos since then. And I, then we hit 20,000 subscribers November 25th. Wow. So we doubled again. I remember those days. Like, I, I remember when it took off. The shifter car video took off. And we were all at Dave's shop. And we would refresh the like live subscriber count and it would go up, you know, like a hundred. Yeah. And, you and we'd be like, crazy. holy shit. And I mean, it was at the time, yeah. you know, the growth, but I remember like us all sitting there mm-hmm. refreshing, refreshing, refreshing and just watching it tick up. That's and pretty good. And we, like 10 K in a matter of, under that is, a month. yeah, that's, still that's really good. good. And then, uh, December 23rd, we hit 30,000, uh, January 18th with 40. I have like a bunch of, I, I must've stopped at 40 anyway. So I was like, kind of reliving all these like old moments and and stuff i haven't looked at them really ever i don't think but i thought it was cool because we had like now we have time stamps of a little bit of uh to see what was happening Mm -hmm. when i think back to six years we've done so much stuff in six years and like the scale of it that does not that long of a time but then when you think back to how many things that we've done it seems Mm -hmm. like a really long time ago just because we packed so much in in that time so it's like if we continued on that same, same, just like busyness mm-hmm. and like, where are we going to be in six years I from now? Know. But not, not just where we're going to be, 
what are we going to do in between now yeah. and six years? 100%. Right. Dude, it's crazy how fast it went by. Yeah. Like it's just flowing like, by. I was telling you, Alex that. When you look, look back on it, the six years simply went like, like that. Dude, it's been cr- absolutely like almost to the point where I'm scared how like fast Things are going now. I, I know. Now we're getting older. I'm it like, was like fudge. it was literally it was, it was Monday, like an hour ago. That's what. <laughs> and I, now it's Friday. A day or a week can go slow, and then you look at the board. And I remember, like it was yesterday, when we wrote down our month's plan. And I go, "Geez, we're almost done with our month's plan. Like, what are we going to do next month?" Right and now, we're back to it. Hey, back to it. It's just amazing how living like life always going how yeah. fast it can right. i think it's by. the best way to live because you totally you, uh yeah. i don't know i think it it gives you the most fulfillment and like happiness but get this guys so you guys know i don't like scrolling back and and looking at the past because it kind of reminds me or whatever and also i have really bad night terrors you guys know like i always have bad dreams it seems like this was a different type of night terror <laughs> okay i didn't wake up screaming like ah <gasps> He woke up looking through his camera roll. <laughs> no. So I was looking at those pictures before I went to bed. I go to bed. I woke up in the middle of the night, like half awake, half whatever. And my room's all dark. And I thought I was in my parents' basement again in like 2016, 2017. And it was all a dream. My heart sank. And I was like so fucking like, I was like, is this? Where am I? And then I realized I was back in my room. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and then I went back to bed and did it again. Holy crap. Oh, my God. That's, that, that's, that, so that's how much fucking you, PTSD you, I have from that era of time. Like, I, I woke up like, like, oh, no. Well, was that all a dream? Like, like the like, last six years. I mm-hmm. thought I was just back to where we were. And I, I was just like. No. Wow. It's like when you're when your Xbox I gets would rather, corrupt or something and you're just about done with bro, the video game. I'd rather wake up screaming or like sleepwalking. That was the worst that was probably the worst night terror I've ever had. Oh my Dang. god. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that is fun. I mean, I have nothing to compare that to, but like when I've been waking up recently, like almost where you're about to doze off, I for a second I go, Where am I again? <laughs> like just, you know, dead sober, just like sleeping, kinda like about to fall asleep and go. Oh yeah, mostly because like I don't sleep. I sleep all over the place. But like I, I did that when I was staying in my bed the other night. I go, where am I again? <laughs> so you know yeah. you haven't slept in your bed no, in a I long know. time. But dude, that's crazy. Dude. Like what? Talk about like a a niche like a terror to have. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I thought I was back to like a, a like back in time gr- to a like, harder time in your life. Yeah. Where you weren't uh, necessarily happy. Yeah, it was terrible. It's weird. I like Especially sat up. Ha- it happened two times, around, dude. And I, I kind of had to like, okay, never mind. We're, I know where I'm at now. And I had a, a dream last night. It wasn't a night terror, but it was a really good dream. I had <laughs> Must a, be nice. I had a dream that I walked into the garage and Ryan's Camaro wasn't there. And I go, what happened to your Camaro? And he goes, I sold it. I go, before we could finish the tires off? <laughs> Why would you do such a thing? There was still good tread left, Ryan. And he was like, yeah, I sold it. It was just time to go down the road. And I was like mad. I was like, dude, what? Why would you do that? And then you guys all come out and you're like, I sold it because I bought you a Rolex. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And you pull out the shittiest watch I've ever seen in my entire life. The cheapest it's like, Roly. It's like... One that would you would wear like around your elbow and like it like like comes down. Doesn't look cool. At There's all. no face on it. It's just basically like a band. And I'm like, 
Like a this isn't a fucking Rolex. And you're like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, well, then you got screwed, man. Oh, and you didn't even try to play it off like you were happy. You were like, you wouldn't even try to be nice. Like Mark, when we gave him the card where he's like, oh, uh-huh, thanks. No, I think maybe I was. But then I was like, this, I don't, this isn't a, this isn't a watch, right. Brian. I don't know what you, what you sold your car to buy me. It's like some like lingerie looking thing. That's just like on my wrist. And I'm like, what do we got going on here, Ryan? And you're like, dude, I sold my car. The least you could be is happy. Jeez. Dude, I think you're onto something there with the elbow watch. The, no, it wasn't before, even like an elbow forearm, watch. Forearm watch. Yeah, no. basically that, but it had no watch on it. It was no face. It was just like a stylish piece. Weird, weird, man. I love those memes. It's like dreams are so important or something like that. And then it goes like my dreams. And then it's like you riding a TRX, like, dinosaur a t-rex you mean? a t-rex thank you <laughs> yeah. i literally can't get that out twice and fucking uh you're riding a dinosaur through like a bowling alley or something like that it's crazy what your brain will make dream. dreams of i've got a uh, i've got good news my jet ski's done no Yay! kidding wow. i got a picture uh in my camera roll one year ago today i took the motor apart it has been dead for over a year over a year yeah and it is finally Done, and I'm just waiting for the shipping guy to pick Where it is back it in up. Australia right now? Uh, no, Chicago. <laughs> oh, pretty much same thing, though. So yeah, it's uh, Ryan's was, jet skis traveled the world and left me at home to pay for it, dude. <laughs> I feel like a dad who sent his daughter out freaking <laughs> to study abroad. Are you excited to get it back to knowing that you have to finish your task? Well, I'm excited to actually backflip it now because I feel like that it's really been holding over me, but I'm not excited to possibly not do it right again and break it again. And break it again and and the whole process starts over. That makes me happy to hear. Don't feel like you have to. I wouldn't. It makes me happy to hear that you're excited for the backflip, but not excited to break it. (laughs) I mean, like I'm. Yes. A lot of people were like, he's going to backflip it, right? And I'm like, I think he, and I was telling people that. I'm like, I think he's ready. Mike's been out. Yeah, he's going to backflip it, of course. Right. Well, I was like, <laughs> I mean, but you know, we're Ryan, not gonna... it actually has been very, very anticipated. anticipated. It has. I know people. And then people were even on the same page. They're like, oh, but he's more worried about like just breaking it the same way he broke it last time. I'm like, yeah. Dude, yeah, would you not be, it's yeah. like <laughs> fucking fall off a horse and break your leg. That's where you're probably nervous about getting back on the horse, but you got to get back on the horse, dude. That's true. Yeah. It's the attitude. You, what comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mike's been the stunt man lately. I want to talk about this. Since when <laughs> did you just become good at everything, Mike? You. It was literally since the razor jump. <laughs> Like, I mean, before oh, very that, recent. I, I like to soak up. Yeah, I like to indulge myself in everything. I was literally just thinking about this going to bed last You're night. You're good at everything now. Wow. Why did it take me till I'm 27 to become the true sponge that I wanted That's to what be? I freaking said on the phone. <laughs> I said, Mike's like a fine wine. He's just getting better with age. <laughs> right. Because, like, when I was younger, I could, like, skate and bike. And that's, I mean, like, about it. You know, I was like, that's, I didn't have a ton of talents, but I love doing everything. And now that I have the opportunity to do it, I'm like, well, might as well You've g- hit it head on. And I don't know. You've been doing like everything. Your highlight reel has become legendary, I would say, mm-hmm. w- within recently. Yeah, it was, before it was you were actually lame, since I got the mullet. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's But I was thinking that because it's like we've been doing this for so long. And then all of a sudden you're just like, I'm going to do crazy stuff now. And like, I'm not worried about anything. Like you don't hesitate for a second. Pretty much anything. It's so weird because there's so many instances where if you're not confident, you just you don't you jump do to it. it. Mm-hmm. But then when you are confident, I'm literally like, well, just let me know if you guys want me to do it. <laughs> not even like a well, if you guys are too pussy. It's it just used like, to well, be Mike, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 anybody not, else does any? Seriously, can anybody do it? Mike's like, I'll do it. Mike's like, no. I'll do it. no, no, no. And it's been really fun going back and forth with Evan because Evan has stuntman qualities as mm-hmm. well. But he's like so fearless when it comes to certain things, and so scared when it comes to others. Like so, yeah, there's that. But that's been water. fun. I'll I'll definitely still leave uh, the backflip up to Ryan. But who knows? It's like I, Mike might have to come through with in. his no, superhero. Mike case. just does the first try. <laughs> who knows? Here's what I don't want to happen: is like Ryan fail, and then you guys push me into it, and then like I get it first try. Like that wouldn't be fun. If you. <laughs> What? That would not be fun for you. <laughs> He'd hate All right, to, Mike. You know, show him. All right, right. Mike. Yeah, stay humble, suck. you cocky shit. Jesus, I hate to show Ryan up on his own jet ski. That being said, though, <laughs> you know, like, first try. I genuinely like don't know if I could do it. The only thing embarrassing that could happen on that is I spent a lot of money on my jet ski to do backflips, and you come out on your $1,200 old oh, jet ski, no. and then you rip a backflip. Okay. Not a that's, chance. No, that's wait, worst not case a chance that, that is, thing gets that upside down. Funny. No, that is, like, if your jet ski broke, and then I did it on my 89, <laughs> yeah. that would be worst case scenario. That'd be the but, fucking funniest <laughs> thing. What do you mean? That'd be the best case scenario. You know how funny that video would be? Uh, Dude, what, say, if we, what if we set it up with the two boats again, where it makes, like, the inner bowl wave? Mm-hmm. Unless, maybe not. Ryan would send that shit to orbit, The cool thing is, is that you could hit it really slow. Like you could literally come in and right when you dip down into it. Dude, I've done mods. Well, I haven't done the mods. Buddy's done the mods, but Buddy's done mods. Yeah, he's doing You got a mod jet ski now? Yeah, aftermarket ECU in it. ECU, impeller, tune. um, There's stuff on the inside that's different. Holy shit. You better just keep this thing, dude. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see if yeah. I actually like it. We'll yeah. see how run, long it runs for once we get it back. It's like the Mustang. We all knew, uh, we all knew that was going to break. And I think there was like some hesitation to like, do we really want to break it again? Mm-hmm. The problem is, Rip. and I've said this many times, like Tiny and the <laughs> Mustang aren't quality builds. They were just like a garage build to that works. They move. And it's it's kind of cool to look at. It's funny. It's like, <laughs> lifted Mustang. But it's not an actual capable machine. 
Right. I mean, prior it just to looks capable. Yeah, it, it looks more capable than it is. Like, I mean, prior to us getting it fixed up last time, it had blown out shocks. It was running on one cylinder <laughs> in the motor. Like, you know, it really wasn't like this this vehicle made to just Run. rip. And you the, know, it's just something cool to run it down the road to the local car show and drive it back. Or whatever. Yeah, that's the problem with us making YouTube videos on it and, like, your average person. So the person who built it or the group of buddies, they're probably like, dude, we put a Chevy Avio on it. It's so funny. And they just drive it around their property, and they're stoked. And, I mean, we got to take it up a notch. We got to always take it up a notch for YouTube for entertainment purposes. And it's like they just cannot. They can't do it. None of our things. Dude, every single vehicle that we've had in the last, like, six months is broke. And we show it on camera breaking, but off camera, we're like, dude, we're so over this shit. Every single time we go to start something or move something for, like, video purposes, never works. I think it comes down to if you're using something to do something. We're doing something with it that is not really supposed to be doing. That's going to happen. Like, realistically, the dirt bikes... They all work great. Yeah, the it's mostly just like work great. Yeah, it's, it's when well, you combine them. Yeah, it's the yeah. hack job Facebook like marketplace. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the Facebook it's marketplace. Like, that's literally only it, but it's it's only Facebook marketplace hack job items. Going back to my sheer impulse buying snowmobile quad. Oh, there's somebody else interested. I'll pay a hundred dollars more, and I want it right now, no questions asked. That one, but was it was steep. fun. It was worth it. it. it we was. had it, it all. It ended we up being it an awesome video. Yeah. yeah, it was an awesome video. The it just didn't live as long as we wanted to. Sorry. Exactly. And the thing that a, a lot of people didn't see in the video was we showed it not working probably like three times. It didn't work like seventeen times. Yeah, I was gonna so say. when we finally got it going, we're like, "Screw this thing! We're jumping into the pond before it doesn't work, and we just have to go." All right, guys, see you next week, and it would have been lame. So, yeah, we were doing all these little fixes, and I, I hate it because then people go, "They oh, don't." That know. was perfect. Like it's really hard to like really show the full story so without it, all it gets getting condensed. boring. Exactly. So then they watch it from home. They go, "Wow." You know, I feel bad because like I don't, I can't even afford anything. All I want is something to ride, and then you guys just break these things just for no reason. It's like it was so broken, you couldn't have actually wrote it. But I would say a majority of the people are uh, usually pretty stoked. Yeah, no, it was was worth it. Exactly, it's for entertainment. There's also this threshold of amount spent on these vehicles (laughs) where it's just not worth us selling after we're done making these videos. Sell it, yeah. Mm -hmm. One. Might be a piece of shit, and whoever gets it is going to have the same problems as us. Two, it's a pain in the ass to sell stuff around Anything. here because 90% of the people that Don't. will inquire about it are just like, hey, do you still have that? Yes. Cool, man. Was just seeing if you'd respond. Bro, yeah, so it's impossible. Fuck out of here. And, and also, you... most people don't want a snowmobile quad. No, exactly. Off, yeah. <laughs> if you ask the guy that we bought it from, it was very sought after. Yeah. And it was going to sell. <laughs> it was going to sell uh, the next day we if we didn't pay. That one. We fell for that one. But you, you have a great point there. The threshold of, okay, well, we don't want someone to go through the same. We clearly want to make money back on it. Like, not make money, but like get money back on it if we sell it. But we don't want to screw someone over, so maybe we would sell it for super low. But then there's a certain number that at low enough, would you sell it, well, we could just destroy it, among many things, and then make that money back on YouTube. It's a wild, and beautiful have more thing. Fun. And have more fun and have more entertainment. And that is the cold, hard truth of us destroying some of these vehicles. Yeah, and I don't think most people care. It's just the ones that yeah. do are the loudest and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's I don't sure. think most people care because at the end of the day, it's like, 
nothing really matters and it's all just for like entertainment purposes you're right nothing really matters it's true though nothing really does matter it really doesn't no i mean if you look at life that way it's definitely a lot lighter mm-hmm. everyone's true. gonna just end up in the dirt anyways jesus all right true. yeah yeah true. i mean that is true i guess <laughs> i'm gonna be cremated yeah <laughs> what do you want to you want to be like sprinkled off of the mountaintop at pack saddle yeah sure yeah like I want, yeah he makes fuck, someone dude, lug that all the way up here's the me, funny dude. thing is i'm not bringing you up there <laughs> yeah. i'm going before i'm going with i'm not trying to like make like my kids or someone like actually okay i i want a little bit of the ashes on the top of pack saddle i want a little bit of ashes in the ocean in san diego i want a little I, I, you don't need to do that just go dump it all somewhere mike hypes up his kids that he's got they've got this big trust fund coming right all they have Back to on do the trust fund dog. all they have to do is spread his ashes where he wants, and he gives them just the most the extreme most, places down to coordinates. Yeah, he's like got he's like got all forty-six degrees all north. over the country. Like That's, they're going on this like Indiana Jones type adventure, and they get back and they sit down with the guy that does. It. He goes, he left you six shitty dirt bikes and <laughs> a Subaru and like all this. And they go, what about the money? What about the fortune that daddy always told us about? Oh, there was no fortune. <laughs> no, that was the fortune. However, uh, that would be shitty of me to do. But if that, if I did have a bunch of money and I did send them, how legendary would that be? Put a lawyer in charge of it or, the, you know, a homie that is able to do that. And they come verify, back, yeah. verify it all. And they don't get, I mean, not some crazy <laughs> amount of money, but some Gold at the end of the rainbow for completing the ash spreading across the country. <laughs> fucking nothing. Dude. And Mike's just like, no. what do you mean? It wasn't even that hard. I did it. <laughs> I did it. it. took me my whole life, but I did it. Dude, my grandpa loves to send people on like these wild... Both of our grandpas, Grandpa Dave, loves to send for like gift giving. Oh, yeah. And do like, oh, a, scav- no. like a scavenger type hunt thing of Why? like figuring out next information. Oh, this is a funny story. Right? Why? So for my mom's like, 50th birthday or something like that um told my mom like all right i got a good one for you so it's um, a scavenger hunt yeah but just like with like word information Tell and then the story, she has to though. like come up with it and send like all right is it this yeah. and they'll say yes or no or like hotter or colder anyway okay so i mean he's super into stocks and like he's like done very well for himself right so big 50 my mom thought hey i'm the only daughter you know might be getting something like Something big from, well, from my dad, he hyped right? It up hyped it up for like a like, while, it's right? A, it's a good. It's so worth your time. He's sending. Wanna... He's sending her like clues, and she's like, "What are the clues?" Um. Oh, it's gonna be a car, or they're gonna make a car. So she's like, "Holy shit! Did she buy me a car or something like that?" Is it? She's dropping things. Tesla. She's losing sleep thinking about all. Yeah. This. Is, it, is it a Tesla car? No, no. But they do technology. She's like, "Oh my god, okay." Wait, so she had to just guess what he was getting? He had to just guess. Yeah. Fuck. Finally, she just guesses, uh, is it one Apple stock? And he goes, it's two. (laughs) Hyped it up to two Apple stock. How much? Like 200 bucks. Like 200 bucks. (laughs) Gives her two Apple stock and like took like two weeks out of her time. Yeah, I thought it was funny because she like spent two weeks like working for this. What? Yeah. That was it? That was it. Jeez, dude. dude, I feel just blue balls your mom. I was like waiting for this big adventure. Dude, him and something cool. It's Apple stock. Two of them. Him and Jake should plan a surprise together. Dude, I think like people 
hate surprises more than they're like stoked for them mm-hmm. if they get drug out too long. I agree. I agree. People also because they're just stressful and people don't like to be like stressed and like you don't let have on. To think about it. Yeah, you have to yeah, go I mean, back to your life. And also, I think the biggest thing about a surprise is it's a it's a build up. Same with a hype up. You hype up. If I hyped up tonight. I'd like to have a bonfire tonight. I go, guys, tonight is going to be the craziest yeah. bonfire of our lives. We're going to go on the boat, do all this stuff. You guys are like, yes, it's going to be great. <laughs> yes. And then you have expectations. Yep. But if I just go, yo, guys, bonfire tonight, come on over. And then we might have a legendary time. Who knows? Then but it's the, awesome. The hype up is the biggest detriment to whatever you do. You can mm-hmm. do something super sick, but if you hyped it up more than it was, it's a letdown. It's mm-hmm. not worth hyping up anything, mm-hmm. really. There's something to be said about both surprises and hype-ups. Like, I've always said, if you're trying to hype up your um, New Year's Eve, obviously lots of people do lots of fun things for your New Year's Eve. Sometimes people even travel really far for it. But whatever. It's always a letdown. Yeah, you, if you hype it up and say, this is going to be the craziest ringing in the New Year ever, don't. Just mm-hmm. go have a good time with the people you love, and you'll have a way better mm-hmm. time, usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you hype them up for too much and too long, not it. It blows it, dude. Blows it, it. Unless it's it's got to be freaking there. You better be on the money. You know what else, too? Is if you want people guessing, like, all right, guess what it is, and then they guess. <laughs> you imagine they guess something better? And the whole thing's just fricked after that. So more of the story is almost just don't even hype your surprises at all. Just say you have a surprise, <clears throat> and that's it. Under a promise, over deliver. Yeah. Exactly. It's very important. Yo, okay, so... Uh, two podcasts ago, we filmed this entire thing, and then it was all deleted, or there was no audio, so it was kind of just lost. Yeah. Well, anyway, during that podcast, I went on like a 20-minute rant about <laughs> my sheer hatred for Snapchat influencers. Oh, yeah. I was pretty heated about it, and I still am, but um, last night, I clicked on a Snapchat influencer's story and started watching it expecting to be disappointed like I always am because these Snapchatters will put up like 500 stories in a day, right? About nothing. And this chick was like, yeah, my car got stolen. The person that stole it had it for two weeks and I just found out because I went to go get my car out of like the parking ramp and it was gone. So then I had to track it down, right? And um, so I'm like, oh shit, that kind of sounds interesting. Long story short, she ends up tracking her car down out of impound. There was like guns and like heroin in like the back seat of everything. And um, this person was like living out of the car. It was Portland. Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, living out of the car for like two weeks, ended up getting arrested, but left their phones in it. So then this chick is like like Snapchatting all of this, like showing the, like the whole process of like getting it back, like everything in like the back, finding the phones and being like, all right, let's try and get into these phones. And it was like one of the Androids, so you had to like use like the pattern. Guesses the pattern to get in. You can see the greasy fingerprints. Oh, yeah, that too. And uh, gets into the phone, posts on their Facebook page, like like just basically exposing them and like saying like what they've been up to and everything. And then like shows the whole process of like going to the police and the police are like, yeah, we, we like, aren't going to help you with anything. And she's like, in Portland. I'm going to take these matters into my own hands <laughs> and like just filming this whole thing. And I was actually very just intrigued and like entertained by the whole thing. And right before the end, I was like, you know what? Snapchat influencers aren't that bad. And then the last two slides, the last two slides was 
Hey, thanks for asking how I get my teeth so white, Christine. I actually use this, which every Snapchat influencer always uh, plugs like the paid plug, like the uh, the the. Uh, yeah, the whatever it's whatever. called. Here, yeah, right. I don't I don't even want to give them a plug. You gotta make right? your bread and butter though. Yeah, I know. And I, I just go, oh my gosh. Of course, of course. And then the last slide was like So anyway, tomorrow I'm gonna be going to the grocery store and I think I'm gonna try and sell my couch and I'm like, God damn it. They suck again. They yeah. suck again. Dude. Yeah, she just got lucky as far as that whole story unfolding. That's a great job, Doc. But Snapchat like. influencers do suck literal ass. <laughs> Andy Milanaka said it. Respect the content, or sorry, <laughs> respect the hustle. Do not respect the content, and that can apply to most Snapchat influencers. Half of them are like clickbaiting. Half of them put a story of like Addison Ray at the very end, so you click on it, mm-hmm. but it's really just yeah. some homie posting. Dude, Addison like, Ray's kind of like stock is kind of going down. Maybe she just made her. Bag she's public. And, no, but I mean, why do you say I, that? Like, I I don't know. She used to be like such a big deal. She's not. Uh, as talked about as much anymore, I would say she's she's kind of taking a step. It seems like out of the limelight. Obviously, still incredibly famous, but would you not, guys not agree? You don't really see or hear much about her anymore. No one yeah. really cares as much. I'd agree. Back when Addison Ray was just starting out on like TikTok, like I maybe had like a couple hundred hundred thousand followers or something like that, like barely anything on Instagram. I remember telling Ryan because Ryan was single. I go, dude. Hit this chick up. I guarantee she's going to be a big deal. And maybe, maybe you could get in early and uh, might work to your advantage. Well, he didn't. He slept on it. And now she's what? One of like 30 million <laughs> followers. And mm-hmm. and it was a guaranteed. Superstar. Too. Yeah, it was a guaranteed. I told, dude, that I, was perfect. I yeah. told you. stay here. You missed but on he's that. he's got Donda now. So we're exactly. Gonna... No, it was before any of that. Yeah. Right. I told Ken the same thing with uh, Cardi B. <laughs> Ken no. and Cardi B are dating. <laughs> She's live on Instagram. Hey y'all, you bitches! Bro. And just like in the like Tesla driving. <laughs> I didn't He's actually, like, but that was that's super funny. I remember following her on Twitter. Imagine this is fucking Ken did and Cardi B. Can I would love dude, it. There's dude. just no way. I, I can't. But like even so, picture it. Just picture it now. It'd be a great them. combination. Ken's quiet. She's loud. She's like clearly now one of the biggest like female rappers. Yeah. Out there, uh, along with Nicki right Minaj, Lizzo. but Nicki Minaj has <laughs> been up there for a while. <laughs> right behind Lizzo. Yeah, Lizzo's up <laughs> there too. Um, What's funny about that? I remember following Cardi B on Twitter before she made any music. She was just simply a stripper trying to hustle, so she'd make. You were following videos. her. Wait, what? Yeah. you were just Jeez, following were a random stripper trying to hustle. <laughs> I mean, I guess Wait, no. I was following her way back when she was just a stripper. She wasn't a random stripper. <laughs> just hustling. She was, didn't even make music. She was definitely big on Twitter, but she would just get on and just rant. I'm like, this chick is so weird, but everyone loved it, right? And this is before she made a single song, and then she's like, I'm gonna stop making music. And then little did anyone know, like, she, she was going to be that. She was destined for success and fame. Yeah. Wow, Mike, that's actually pretty crazy. Like, it's the one, it's literally, like, the one person I followed before they made. That's your success? Oh, oh, okay. I thought you I thought you meant you followed one person on Twitter, and oh, it was no. Cardi just, B. Just her. Just this random no. stripper. <laughs> yeah, dude, I actually used to watch Drake on TV when he was still in a wheelchair. So I remember that too. Yeah. On Degrassi. Which that's not quite nearly as cool, but it's pretty <laughs> still crazy. On TV. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just crazy to think that he was just a character in a random like teen soap opera almost or whatever they're called. And now he's where he is. Yeah. It really is wild 
what a superstar he has turned into from that spot. From that yeah. spot. From that character of all characters, too. And yeah. it was the same vibe when he started making music. I was like, yeah, he's good. He's, he's going to make some good music to then where he is now. Dude, Drake is on so many uh, features or he hops on so many different tracks and they, they all pop off. Like, it's amazing. He can work with, he'll work with pretty much anybody and they're always seem to be really good. And I was thinking about that this morning. Obviously, there's like a rate you have to pay. And Drake has got to have the highest, the highest. rate. But I, I bet you anything, he doesn't charge that high of a rate. Because he's just at a point where he doesn't need any more money, and this is a, a legendary type of move. He's like, I'm trying to, I'm doing this for the books. I mm-hmm. want to be on this many hit songs. I don't mm-hmm. care about the money, and I bet you he's just like, because I always hear that he's super easy to work with, right? And he's one, if, the, if the song's good, he's he's about he's it. on it. He yeah. seems like he'll, one of those on. those guys. I mean, it's like like collabing in YouTube or like featuring on songs. He's one of the guys that you get a feature on. And it actually does better for you. Like, yeah, 100%, statistically does 100%. better having Drake on. The it song. sounds like it's pretty easy though to like have another nowadays have another person hop on your track because they just, they just will send, send the song over and they're like, yeah, let me see what I can do, and then they just hop on it and it sounds like they sometimes crank it out in like a couple hours yeah. and then and just you, send it back and that's just it and then it gets put on iTunes or whatever crazy. and it blows up. Usually, if they're big, I'm sure they have their own studio. Uh, Drake charges a million dollars to feature on a song. Whoa, wow. That's probably highly underpriced, undervalued. Because I think for what it does to them, yeah. Because I heard Logic talking about like hopping on hit singles will pocket you like twenty million. Whoa, that's what that's what he said. Hopping on hit singles will pocket you twenty million, like on a collab and stuff. That is wow. insane. Hopping on them or having? A I hit think single. maybe hopping on or collabing with someone on one will put money in the bank like that. Dude, where is the money in music right now? That's a good question. How are they getting paid? Because they're not buying the songs yeah. like they used to. Like, how Obviously, are they getting paid that much money? Like, yeah, is subscription Spotify, revenue, there's no Spotify way pay them? $7.99 a month is getting I know, but also you got to, like, keep in mind, Spotify's paying them a little bit. YouTube's paying them a little bit. Uh, believe it or not, SoundCloud probably is paying them a little bit. Well, Apple and their Music's records. paying them a little bit. Uh, whatever record company that there's, their label. But still, paid, it doesn't... Seem to add up. A lot of these guys too own. They start their own label. It's just like they don't want to be paying the cut, and they get big enough, so they start their own label and then sign under or up and coming rappers, and Mm -hmm. then they take a cut of their shit. And it's just crazy world out there. Uh, J Cole charges two thousand dollars per word. Really? Wow. (laughs) Whoa. So I guess That's it's an like interesting wh- way to however break it long down. of a verse, but that look up little baby. See what see what little baby three hundred thousand. Oh wow! So maybe Drake isn't undervalued but at the same time it seems like they always pop off but if if they're charging like a million dollars to get featured on a song that that's just straight up being paid by the record label mm-hmm. like the record label will pay uh drake a million dollars to have them feature on their artist's song i did hear the song uh, i actually sent it to justin because it was so bad it was on my new music friday <laughs> Which is ass, it dude. Was new so music, bad. So new bad. Music Friday new Justin was like, it. What are yeah. you? What are you using? Uh, Spotify. Damn. Awful. Awful. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Do uh, so you I like see, Spotify? Mm-hmm. Okay. I so I uh, I see it and it's like so and so featuring Wiz Khalifa. I'm like, I like Wiz Khalifa. Let's check it out. And I clicked on it and it legitimately sounded like right here. We just went, Ben, just make up a rap quick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they, how much they had to pay Wiz Khalifa to be on this, or he must've had a bad gambling debt or something that he needed the money because it was 
awful. I mean, like, awful. And I go, how does he even like approve to be on it? It's like you got to wonder. I'm so curious now. I want to. I know, and I think we we could actually play it because we are reviewing or reacting to the thing. I don't believe there's copyright, and it'll only take a few seconds. Yeah, it's not worth it. They're still gonna flag that shit. Oh, he also has a collab with Rick Ross. Rick Ross. This is him. His name is Janab Janab Day, hustling, featuring Wiz Khalifa. I like the name of it. Off to a good start. It sounds like a song that I'd have to sift through on Epidemic for non-copyrighted music <laughs> to use in our song, in our, vi- our videos. Yeah, it kind of. He, but he's got collabs with Wiz Khalifa, The Game, Rick Ross. Like, how how do you, you pay for it, dude? He's yeah. probably on a good record Major. label, I know, or he's got a rich parents. This kid looks like he has rich parents, does he not? <laughs> oh my god! To a T. Yeah, he's, he's he's a trust fund kid. He's got the fucking. That's go. what that's he what Mike them, is going to be. Hop on. Guys. We're gonna have to get Mike in a button up collared shirt, but yeah, and get him out of this tiger shit he's wearing. <laughs> not to get on the trust fund stuff, but I could have been a trust fund baby. So it was my great 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 uncle. He was many uncles out, but his name was Ub Iwerks. Ub Iwerks and Walt Disney started Disney together. They were best friends in their early 20s, started it in South Dakota, and they moved to California, and Ub drew all of the first cartoons for Disney. Created, um, was like, created Mickey Mouse, created Steamboat Willie, created, like, a lot of fundamentals of how animation works today. What? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how you don't know this yet. I'm surprised. I've, I've had Randy's told me about it. Yeah. So anyway, it uh, he and Walt Disney literally created Disney Company, and it used to be like Iwerks Disney, and then it was Disney Iwerks, and like it always changed. But Walt was the businessman, Ub was the artist, and they grew it up. And uh, eventually, later in the years, Ub thought he was making or doing more. Disney obviously thought he was doing more, and so Ub. Split from Disney, sold his entire shares of Disney for a ton of money back then, but all of it, and then started Iwerks Entertainment. And actually, the Fargo Theater in um, Fargo, not the downtown one, but another one, was an Iwerks Theater. Iwerks Entertainment is still going. Huh. But uh, he, so he and Walt got in a fight, and he split from Disney. You know God what, though? Damn. No offense, Ub, but... If Ub would have stayed on, I bet Disney wouldn't have been what Dis. You know, like everything happens for a reason, or like things, things. You know, yeah, you never really know if. He so was if, if back. he would have stayed on, if if it would have turned into like the massive, massive monopoly that it is, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd That's say monopoly. That's actually a pretty good point. I wasn't thinking I'd that. Say at monopoly. All. I was just thinking, damn, <laughs> he could have been with them. Could have been. He could have been. You with know, him. but think about it. If Disney would have never, you know blossomed into the thing that it is mm-hmm. the conglomerate that it is um you know how much would that affected every other entertainment industry we might not be sitting here right now having this conversation if ub wouldn't have left probably not because probably he wouldn't have had the kids that he did and all the stuff the family tree wouldn't have been the same you but- might not actually be here I know, but if I was here, dude, I would have been so rich. I would have had that Disney money. Ryan would be sitting on a brand new boat floating around in the lake. Yeah, in freaking Ibiza. Would Abiza. have been a yacht. Yeah, he wouldn't be here. He'd be somewhere else. <laughs> have, you, have you guys ever been to Disney World? Yeah, I haven't. Well, whatever one's in Florida. Yeah, I've been there. Dude, they've just done like such an insane job at like making all this content. 
right? But that just is all just a funnel into like the the upper brand of Disney because they have so much stuff. Like for these kids, they get like my nieces love Disney movies, right? Well, then they go to Disney World. When they go to Disney World, they stay in a Disney resort. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the actual Disney World. Then they eat at Disney restaurants. Yep. And like they buy the Disney products. Disney products. They like, go on the Disney cruises. Yeah, it's it's truly insane. Just like the. That's why when you were like, oh, maybe I wouldn't call them a monopoly. I'm not saying that you were wrong for pulling that back. They're such a monopoly. And now that they own, I didn't realize they own Pixar. Like, you know, they just bought Star Wars. So that's Lucas. They bought, I didn't know that they own Marvel. Like, that's pretty much half of media today, in a sense, minus it, you, it as is, far as movies It is go. pretty fascinating if you look at the history of Disney, too, and, like, you look at the old pictures of Disney World being built, mm-hmm. and there's, like, so many little, like, Easter eggs or just hidden things. I, I'm pretty sure there's, like, an underground. Yeah, the entire park has a, a labyrinth underground. So, like, characters, when they're done, they go underground and never have mm-hmm. to be seen. Like, a character, when it's not performing, you know, because they have people everywhere never walks back to a thing. They go in a castle or a building, go underground, and then then they can take their stuff off. I mean, but think about the geniusness that was put forth to build something like that. They're actually still not to the level that Walt imagined when he was, like, way back in the 50s. Like, Walt imagined it to be crazier than it is today, and they're still working on that plan to make it cooler. But they've invented colors that people, that the human eye doesn't pick up so they can hide big buildings yeah. that you don't see. Hmm? Um, mm-hmm. There's a certain color. It's called the like go-away green. But what? they did a big study, and they figured out that there was a certain color that the human eye didn't notice. If you like put it in a room of stuff, that green just blended into everything else. And so they paint everything you don't. they don't want you to see that color. Like what? giant building stuff like mm-hmm. that. And you can look at a picture. You don't even notice the building unless they like point an arrow to it. And they're like, yeah. there it is. It's not like a invisible. giant optic. Yeah, it's not invisible. But it just, your eye doesn't look at it. Your eye doesn't go to it. How big is Disney World? Can you look up like... 500 it, acres. Five. I thought they had like their own zip code. They're their own government. They're their yeah, own what government. Is, I've been... What? Right. Which which So they have to own more than 500 yeah. acres. 500 acres isn't that much. Um But the way I've been looking recently like Disney Disney World is 27,000 acres. Okay. Holy. That they definitely sense. um just Disney everything they've been definitely acting like they're their own government. How many square miles is that? 39 square miles. They're so big that they're able to like hide things from us. They're able to steer us in a certain direction. They're able to I don't know. Like it's it it feels slightly like Everything's a government. Everything's done with it just because it's so big. What do you it's, mean hide things from us? They're able like paint them green. Yeah, stuff like that, no, and like the like, underground stuff. But they're able to like if they don't want you to see something within the company, they have the power to do that. I'm sure a lot of companies do, but like they have just such an influence on such a large amount of people. I feel like there's some sketchy shit that goes on. That's it's what I'm too saying. big of a company it's not to be wildly so corrupt. big that it reminds oh, me yeah. of the government because I think the government's like that too. Just corrupt, hiding things from you because they can, because they need to, because they think they need to. I mean, they probably do. I think to a point, if all the information was just public, you know, that would probably drive people more insane. You know, same thing with Disney. If all their information was public, probably would drive parents away from letting their kids watch a Disney movie. 100%.
That's pretty damn hard to do, though. Well, dude, talk about Disney stars when they grow up. Most of them turn out pretty shitty. Yeah, but they've been better lately. Some of them. It is crazy to think about all like the shows that we used to watch when we were kids, where all those stars are now. Or like, it seems like oftentimes they they don't uh, continue to grow after their youth. Like they don't go into movies. And I think stuff. a lot of them do. I mean, think about Zendaya. Zendaya. Zendaya is obviously a, a, a Selena superstar. Gomez. Selena Gomez. But Lines. Cole, Lines. Cole Sprouse uh, from like Sweet Life Dylan is that What What Cole, are they doing? Like Riverdale and like a bunch of oh, different you're shows. Right. You're right. My big thing is so there is that. There's plenty. Well, of actually, them that come uh, out of there. I think Cole Sprouse, one of the twins, went and is just like a barista. Yeah. Yeah. But then but, the other one carried on. Dude, yeah, but that's his only thing he's in. Is that show? And before that, he really had nothing well, else. Dude, you didn't st- hear about him for like a long time. Huge. I, I know he's huge, but I don't I'm, know. Like I they guess, don't end up being as big. Dude, the thing that blows my mind about kids that were in Disney shows, like actually, this blows my mind. Just a shitload of them can just sing. They can sing yeah. and they can sing well. That to me, it blows my mind. Like, what was Ariana Grande? That was Nickelodeon. I don't know, but yeah. like, and I'm not a huge, huge, huge fan of her. But love her music, and she's extremely talented. But she started off as this ditzy, like Disney Channel mm-hmm. actor. Same for Selena Gomez, like Demi Miley Lovato, Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, like yeah, they're like right. massive singers, right. and obviously they're not going to be massive singers when they're on Disney Channel. All I'm saying is, how on earth do they do they like take like sing, like voice lessons while they're on Disney Channel? Dude, they, they just, go through like a whole thing. Okay, because when Disney picks you up, they probably take a lot of your cut for like the rest of your life. But they groom you like they see i'm going through the list britney spears nick jonas justin timberlake christina aguilera uh, right so they train you they get you at eight years old and they go all right this girl's so got do. it and they send them to acting lessons singing Same. lessons everything and then raise them for 18 years that makes even more superstars because i just it it blew my mind over and over and over how these these girls and guys are coming out of there as like class a singers mm-hmm. it, i'm just like well, that's ironic. Another one. Another one. The yeah. Jonas Brothers. Yeah. I'm sure it's part of the audition. That makes total sense, though. Singing. Yeah, you got to be. But that makes total sense where they just yeah. like, they almost like take your life over and make you a star. I, I retract my statement that they don't end up. I was totally proven wrong well, there. But a lot they, of them. There do. was like a time when it seemed like every child star would just get into trouble. Like mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a number. I mean, yeah, them, you could go. Obviously, you give a young kid That's a lot of money. That's tough when she got in trouble, um, she was like, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, when she got in trouble, was way older. Like, she did a bunch of good stuff. What's she up to nowadays? Dude, I, that, I don't know. You know what, though? It's the people that really exploded and, and got big. They were a part of, like, our generation of watching them when they were young. And then right at the time that we kind of transitioned over, like, l- watching less TV and more, like, that's uh, true. Internet entertainment and listening to music more and kind of like becoming your own person and like mm-hmm. just growing up. So did they. They transition into a different, you know, talent. They start singing. And then everyone that watched them is also transitioning at, at that same time. So then that's why they blow up because yep. they already know them. And they're familiar with them. Right. True. Because, dude, it's kind of the same thing now, I think, with like YouTubers. Like think about like Logan Paul, KSI, like these these guys that used to just be strictly YouTubers that are going into other realms. Mm-hmm. Everyone is growing up with them, and they're changing with them, and that's when it's like so much easier to just go into a different avenue 
when your fan base is growing up as yeah. well. But mm-hmm. it's like if you are, you know, forty years old making or thirty years old making like strictly kid content, yeah, and then you shot yourself in the foot. You kind of already missed that wave, yep. right? But for us, like our demo has like always kind of been the same age as us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we change, but our our audience changes with, with us. Them. Yeah. So it's like the ones that do that, do that really well and like explode. And the ones that don't do that just kind of like oh, fall off. Get left you got to wonder what's going to happen with all these little kid YouTubers where they, uh, they're not even like a freaking YouTuber. They're family. Yeah. It's just like, we're going to make a YouTube channel. We're going to come up with the ideas and you're going to be the star. And oftentimes these kids are just reciting lines or whatever. Like, what do you think is going to happen to Ryan's toy review? Like, what do you think? Well, not even he, happen, but what do you think he's going to be like when he is right. our age? I think he's already chilling in a mansion. Obviously, I think he's an anomaly. Anomaly. But there's a lot of other ones. Yeah. I shouldn't use Ryan. Well, they had but, him kind of transition over to like educational too. No, so he's right. like educating. Yeah, but eventually he's going to be like 17 years old, and he's going to be like, he's going to want educate. He's going to want to live, and then he's going to have to rebel. And then right, right, right. But but what I mean is like they had him start with the toys, and then they had him go into education. Like they might just keep him in that bubble, and like yeah, you know, one day he's going to be jumping smart cars. Here's 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 my (laughs) no, I don't know what the fuck. Here's my only problem with the whole kid thing. They didn't get to decide to be a YouTuber. Now they're this famous YouTuber that all these kids watch. And they don't get to go to school because I've talked with other YouTubers whose kids are mm-hmm. these said famous YouTubers. They have their own channel that have freaking five, 10 million subscribers Crazy. or even a million. That's a lot. And I asked, do they go to school? And they said, no, we, we don't. I'm like, aren't you like worried that they're going to like grow up and be like, I didn't want this or miss the development. Yeah. That like, school gives you. I'm sure they're because you always want what you can't have. So I guarantee you they're going to be like, I just eventually they're going to be like 15 like, why'd you do this to me? I want to just go and play football and go to the prom and all this. And then they're kind of like weird or maybe they, they quit doing YouTube, but they still like had, they missed like that whole thing. It's, it's it's basically the same thing as child stars, except it seems like nowadays they are so good at regulating and making sure they don't turn into shit birds. But when you're freaking YouTube's not that regulated, you could, kids, you could probably quit if your kid was like, you know, like 10, they could probably quit and, and, and be then fine just, and be normal. and get a couple years of not being anything. But the problem is, it might just stick with you. But you, you know how when made you fun age of up, maybe just because kids always make fun of for whatever the frick they anybody can, who's even different. if it's not. Yeah, yeah. Say Ryan's toy review is ten. Quits. It's pretty tough to quit at this point. Quits. Spends like three years being homeschooled. Goes into a school. Changes his name. Different dude. Nobody knows him. Throws out his hair. He could be a normal kid. Yeah. And, and still have, have a bag to live off of. You'd True. have to really want that. Again, we're just using him as an example. But, like, I have mostly seen in America, it's pretty hard for people to put put a knife to making money, to cut that off, you know? Yeah, it re- it, yeah how do you from, turn off the spigot? From, yeah, viewing that, like, just seeing people, once they start making money, they, like, make changes to their lifestyle because they're making a bunch of money. And Can't go back. It's really hard for people to cut that off. Yeah. It's like just, in every drug lord movie, you watch them and you're like, dude, you're I already know, making so much dude, money. Just, just quit. quit. Just quit before you go to jail. Ryan, that and they is so always accurate. go tell they too get much. Jail. Too much. They're like, yeah, we, we couldn't find anywhere to put the cash. We were putting it in the walls. You start it's like, you're like, dude, just, just quit. stop. And then a lot of times, yeah, you can't because you're in the in the cartel. But <laughs> True. But he was the cartel. Yeah, it's an interesting way to look at it. 
But last thing on that, we were just, CJ and I were just, and Ken were listening to the Roman Atwood Steve-O podcast. And it was really interesting that Roman Atwood was like, oh, I made uh, pranks. I was like one of the first ones on YouTube. And then like any age was watching me, but kids. But now I started making like vlogs and now I just make whatever I want. And he's like, now kids don't even know who I am, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy to think like they all grew 10 up. years ago. Everyone knew, knew who Roman Atwood was, like, even if you were a small kid. And then now he's like, yeah, now I just have, like, people our age, a little younger than us. And other other than that, it's a cutoff at, like, mm-hmm. 18. Interesting. Uh, yeah. If you guys could bring one celebrity back to life, who would it be? Mac Miller. That was mine. I was listening to a Maybe Mac Miller song. Cliche, and I go, man, I miss that guy. I just want more Mac Miller music and a lot of it. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty good one. I don't know. I like Mac Miller. I like Juice World. It definitely seems more of like a music-oriented thing. There's not a lot of actors that I'm like, oh, I love them so much that I need them to like be back making. I'd bring back movies. Robin Williams. I was going to say Robin Williams. Oh, such a good dude. Honestly, uh, and another close top one would be like Steve Irwin. Dude, he was a legend. There was not a single person that I've ever, ever, ever spoke to that was like, I didn't like Steve Irwin. Except for that you know. singer. <laughs> oh, fuck. Isn't it amazing all the shit he did? And a stingray is the one that takes him out. I know. Like, dude, kids pet stingrays. I think there was a whole thing about how it got him. And it just like, it literally was worst case Ontario. His, uh, if you guys ever look into it, his kids are like completely carrying on his legacy. Yeah. Yeah, Which is really I've seen him on TikTok and stuff. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's totally Steve Irwin's kid. But I'm like, I thought that was Steve Irwin. They're so good too. Yeah. I remember he's like holding some venomous snake and I'm like, he's just like him. <laughs> Don't get stung, boy. That was so prime though. Like, I mean, he was a household name. Everyone knows, knew who he was. And like, you'd see him on TV and stuff. That's so like just prime know. early 2000s, late 90s TV. No one nowadays really cares about that kind of stuff. You're yeah, not you'd, as, as wild. You'd see it. him on and you'd just settle in. Oh, Steve's working with some sort of venomous animal like, This again. is just nuts. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I remember I used to rent his like VHSs. Watch it. Really? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Blockbuster. Yeah, I missed that. Missed yeah. that wave. The VHS thing? No, just most, most of Steve Irwin. Oh, okay. You're probably too young for it. Yeah. Ben would just go on Netflix. Dude, actually. It's an also a crazy thing to think about. I saw someone that was like, we're the last generation to have grown up with the internet, but lived in a time where you did not have it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I, I grew up, you know, up, up till I was like, I like 11 or 12, I didn't have access to the internet period it just didn't exist i could call people on the phone and that was it and now like you simply cannot be without internet unless you're living off the grid yeah mm-hmm. it's insane i mean what would you do you were young what were you obsessed with it was like cars dinosaurs trains it was like the little boy personality yeah, like traits the, i can't remember the fourth one it's either like construction dinosaurs trains i liked farm stuff yeah farm like stuff farm heavy, mach- we'll go heavy machinery yeah yeah i think i did too i guess dump truck stuff mm-hmm. um, yeah just give me some ben's more like i don't know i like the piano <laughs> this is off topic but ben i don't have a problem with it because i love like walking around the shop but your <laughs> lambo literally just sits in the shop do you ever drive that thing like, I swear to God, it's in the shop more than anything. And I, I like it because I get to walk around and fucking look at the lamp. It's it. sick. But <laughs> but you pull up in your Subaru six days out of the week. Uh, yeah, I drive it, I guess. Um, I, my dad drives it more than I, I drive it. Your dad's out driving it. 
Yeah, yeah. It's when when somebody else isn't driving it, I usually drive it. I, I was just curious if you were like, if there's a reason why you don't drive it. Which also, I want to get into your dad driving too, because that's actually funny. We'll we'll get into that actually right now. You know, I guess to two an, different ask, people to answer your question before we move on from that. Why I don't drive it? Yeah, is dude, it's actually kind of stressful <laughs> driving that thing. I believe it because of the price tag of what could go wrong. If I know that I'm driving into Greta's house and I won't be coming home until 11, it's it, it like actually stresses me out driving that thing out there. No, no driving that thing at night because oh, of really? deer. Okay. Fair. And that's what I was wondering if there was a reason like that. So that's one reason just the slightest possibility of like a storm rolling through and then quickly having to like find like if it's going to hail. It's kind of hard to like, Something I notice whenever I ride with you, and it's kind of like hard to get around fast. Like when we go into DL, if it's like a day when there's people there, like fucking everyone's coming up to you, and they're either trying to talk to you because you're they watch the videos, or because you drive a Lamborghini and they're trying to just talk to you about the car. And it's almost like it's the same conversation over and over and over again. We're just trying to like navigate to wherever we're going. Yeah, that. Uh, and if I'm like running late or something like that, I gotta let it warm up. You're right. And I can't rot on it for like 10 minutes. Like that thing takes a while to like warm up. It's like my GTR, dude. Well, I mean, I guess I could just hop in and go, but then I'm like stressing over yeah, like, what am I trying to keep the RPMs Yeah, low? Am I hurting this or am yeah. I going to blow a gasket or something like saying. that and then cost $10,000? So, um, yeah, I mean, just like reasons like that. But if I know that like I have time or like if I'm going somewhere where I'm not worried about like parking mm-hmm. or what I'm pulling in and out of too, then I'll mob it. But... Yeah. There's just certain things that, like, I never really thought that would worry me or that I would think about until you're kind of, like... Forced to. Fair enough. Forced to, and you're just like, ah, oh, if shit does go south or if I have a problem with it, then I got to ship this thing off to yeah. Colorado or Chicago to get fixed and things like that. So, I'm, I guess I'm just, like, more selective yeah. than just, like, hopping in and just driving it. Okay, so that's kind of what I was assuming, and I will say, honestly, after driving yours and riding in it and everything, it's freaking awesome, but I don't have any desire in buying one anymore. Really? I don't, and I'm not trying to pump up my own car, but, like, the GTR costs, like, one-third the price of that. It's just as fast, and I think it's just as good. It's not, like, a huge target rolling around in. Everyone's not freaking out. Only people that freak out about a GTR are people that are actually car enthusiasts. I don't know, but I, I just like that car better. I, I realized just and, because it's it's cheaper, and I'm on the same. And it's, le- a, like, it's roughly the same performance. I don't think. Yeah, your car I guess was I, I see over what you're saying. Three hundred thousand. Uh, your car is half. No, it'd be like two ninety new. Okay, but yeah, your car right is there. half of his cost. But no, it's not. It's, I, I got mine for one twenty. I got mine for one hundred two. Yeah, but then I don't, so he whatever. paid what? You were like, yeah, but it's one twenty. His way, pays more. His is more than double. I still agree. I I think I'd just rather than you you start to break it down like that. I'd rather have CJ's car because yeah, I'd be like, dude, I paid half of what Ben paid. I still will probably baby the thing, and it's super fast. And then I'm on the completely different page. People are like, when are you gonna get a super nice car? I'm like, just after viewing you guys, actually all of you guys, I don't think I can do it. Bro, I would never drive it. I would never drive it. I think I would drive it even less than you guys just because I, I daily less, drive mine. Less than I, Ryan? I daily drive mine. Well, right. And everywhere. you do. Yeah, actually, you do. And I love it. It's a great car. So, no, I mean, yeah, I just, I'd find myself in, like not driving it. And Ryan doesn't drive his Camaro because he lives I on can't. the gravel road. And but I it, hate it. It's actually a major 
major bummer. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, just it does is. suck that you live on a gravel road for just for that purpose. That purpose. Yeah, it does. That's literally the only time I drive my car. It's is a long gravel road. It's Friday. not like it's a short one where you could just kind of inch it down it. No, it'd take, it'd take too long and it just wouldn't be worth it. But yeah, but yeah no, literally every Friday morning I just drive and fill it up the little quarter tank and get a car wash and then drive it back. And then next Friday I pull and it up again. And it's, it's, I hate it. It's, I wish that I was able it to was utilize different. it more and it was different. That's why I regret selling my truck. So really? Yeah. If I could go back in time, I would. Really? Yeah. Without a doubt. No kidding. Yeah, miss and some things you only find out yeah, when you actually truck. do. You know, the like grass isn't always saying. greener. Right. But I wasn't sure if you were trying to keep miles off the thing just for mm-hmm. resale. But I figured, then I, was, I figured your answer is going to be exactly. You're so right. Is it, I'd say more so your your dad, but your whole like your family and other people drive that thing more than you. Is what I started realizing, and I was like, yeah. why does Ben never drive it? Pretty much. Well, one, they don't care about <laughs> the things that I worry about, and two, they should. Well, they'd have to pay for it if they broke it. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I think it is cool, though. Like, if I'm not driving it, like, I think it means a lot to somebody who can just, like, yeah, hop cool. in. And it's just, like, they're just stoked about it. I'd, no, be, I'd be pretty stoked if somebody was like, yeah, you can just take my Lambo whenever. It means Basically, a lot to me. I have had, I take it home every Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> you don't even notice it's gone. <laughs> I have had a few people. Scott actually goes... So I saw Ben's dad driving that Lambo. This has happened two, to me as well. Two two times this week. So is that like their car together or whatever? And I go, no, no, no. no. I was like, it's it's Ben's car, but he does let his dad drive it, and he drives it more. He know? lets anybody drive it basically. But <laughs> I've had someone come up, and it was just like a random person, and they're like, yeah, I saw Ben's dad driving uh, it, that Lambo. Uh, he was filling it up at the Holiday Gas Station in DL, and he goes, so is that? Is that Ben's dad's and he lets him drive it for the video or is that? And I was like, no, no, that is Ben's. Like, but it is funny that he's driven it so much that people started thinking it was his. Yeah, that is kind of annoying. I mean, right, because, I understand that. Because, like, people would just love to think that. I know. It kind of discredits you. It's like you worked really hard to be able to afford it and then... Now everyone thinks your dad bought it and you just get to drive it in the video. <laughs> yeah, that is super annoying, actually. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it really does. So, um, yeah, I'd like to clear that up. Because <laughs> if it did, like, I would just, like, I don't think not be able to people. say shit It's about just a it. few people around here have asked us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, like, to, but, be, to be real, then he, your dad could go, Ben, I let you drive my cars, which is true. But you yeah. drove his Corvette, like, a total of five times. Dude. Like, ever. And then maybe his Raptor a total of five times, like, ever. I was in a wedding last week, and my mom, my dad must have had my mom text me because my dad was probably new, like, he was running out of chances, you know, uh, opportun- opportuni- opportunities of just, like, constantly asking me. He probably knew I was getting, like, sick of it. And uh, so my mom texted me and was like, hey, we're about to leave for the wedding. Your dad wants to know if we can take your car. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. Um yeah, there's like a short little gravel driveway just like from the road into the venue, but like go slow down that. Other than that, like, yeah, I don't care. That looks and, out at the wedding. He comes. <laughs> so they drive it to the wedding and everything. And I had like buddies like taking pictures with it. And they were like, yeah. your parents are mobbing your car. And, and it's like <laughs> sitting in the middle of the field because it was like kind of like a farmhouse <laughs> wedding. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, I get home the next day and. I'm looking at my car. It's just dusty as fuck. And I'm like, holy crap. How fast were you going down this, like, 300-yard driveway? <laughs> like, why is it so dusty? 
My dad goes, well, your mom needs to figure out how to put into her phone how to avoid gravel. (laughs) (laughs) What? I go, what? Well, he can't avoid the driveway. Yeah, but there was like a little gravel stint that we went down uh, up until that point. And I was like, what do you mean gravel stint? How, How? how long we talking here? He was like, two, three miles, four miles. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> and I, my jaw literally drops. I'm like, I literally look him dead in the eye. I go, you drove my fucking Lamborghini down four miles <laughs> of gravel, and he's just like white. He's just like, I know it sucked for me too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did it? Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I love how he didn't even... He could have just gotten a car wash and gotten away with it, but he yeah, didn't actually... And, and my mom is sitting there and goes, why would you tell him that? Uh, he didn't need to know that. We looked the car over and there was nothing wrong with it, which there was really nothing no, wrong with yeah, it. I know. And, they cre- they just and, got away with and it. my dad goes, well, when he was driving it uh, around the roads before the salt got washed off the roads in early season, that was harder on it than four miles of gravel. And I was like... You can't tell me what I can and can't do with my car. And he goes, I know. I'm just saying, uh, I suppose it's probably the end of uh, you allowing me to drive that thing, huh? Dude, roles just flipped. I'm yeah, like, one time. We'll see. I know how they that. did that. We'll I've, I've been to a wedding there, and I entered it in, and uh, the thing in... On my mm-hmm. phone wrong, or I must have came from the wrong direction, and I had to go down that same exact gravel road, and I was thinking to myself, why is there so much gravel <laughs> yeah. to this wedding venue? And if you go the wrong way, so I know exactly how they did that, and that's actually easy to do, but anyways. Still, though, yeah, I was actually pretty pissed, because I was like, you know how mad you would be if I did, if you had a Lamborghini, and you let me drive it, and I drove it down four miles of gravel? He was like, I know, I know, I'm sorry about that. God damn, that's but, funny. Yeah, no, I mean, it is what it is, but I don't know. It, it's pretty cool, though, I guess, just the amount of people that have driven it. That, like, dude, that was, like, the first Lambo I'd ever even really seen in person, mm-hmm. especially around here. There's none around here. So, like, and we travel quite a bit, and we're in, like, a lot of positions that we'd see cool cars, mm-hmm. and I rarely even see, see them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the people around here truly never see that and it's like when you can just throw the keys and be like yeah take it for a rip like no. that is like i don't know that's what that, the car should be used yeah for. that's what it should be used for and like that's like the coolest part of it yeah for sure well i think uh that's probably all we got for today i, I oh, just yeah, want to I say gotta it. go i gotta go okay yeah i gotta <laughs> go too so all right thank you guys for listening and watching if you're on youtube make sure you hit the subscribe button please please hit the subscribe mm-hmm. button uh we're gonna be back next week with another one. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Yes, sir. Hope you guys are having a great summer. See you next episode. Talk to you later. Yeah.